Hello, and welcome to the NLP Highlights Podcast, where we talk about interesting recent work in natural language processing. This is Matt Gardner and Walid Ammar. We are research scientists at the Allen Institute for Artificial Intelligence. Okay, today's paper is Finding News Citations for Wikipedia by Besnik Fetahu, Katya Markert, Wolfgang Neidl, and Avishek Anand at Leibniz University of Hanover and Heidelberg University in Germany. I thought this paper was pretty interesting. It, uh, it's from the Conference on Information and Knowledge Management in 2016, so it's, I guess, getting close to a year and a half, a couple of years old, uh, though it just was published on archive um, a month a month or two ago, and so it was new to me, even though it's not uh, as new as I thought originally. Um, the point here is, given a new, given some piece of text, can we find places that uh, reference news stories and automatically provide citations for them? I think this is a really interesting problem in general, and it's one that I thought about a bit during my PhD, but didn't ever actually pursue. Uh, I, um, I guess not all news articles do this quite as much as as some. Like, if you look at the New York Times, I'm, I just opened to a random uh, news article today, and there are not very many citations to previous New York Times articles in this article that I'm looking at. But if you go to something like Ars Technica or Stratechery or a number of other news sites, you'll very often see lots of links to previous news articles by the previous articles by the same um, publication. And so you can imagine. Uh, a really interesting use case where you just automatically populate all of those links. I think that would be a pretty interesting problem. And this is trying to get us towards that kind of scenario. So that's one of the things I like a lot about Wikipedia, that um, for many of the at least controversial things, uh, they would add a citation and explain where this is coming from. Yeah, and it, it it's helpful for readers, and it gives a nice source of training data for machine learning algorithms if you want to try to do this automatically, which is pretty nice. And so uh, this paper breaks the problem down into three steps. The first is deciding, uh, given a statement, does it require a citation at all? So which, which statement should we even consider for uh, linking to some uh, piece of, uh, uh, to some, uh, some other authority? And then second, given that this thing needs a citation, what kind of source should I cite? That is, Wikipedia has lots of different kinds of sources. It has scientific articles, it has news sources, it has recipes, uh, and a, a few other kinds of citations that the authors list in this paper. And they're interested just in news article classification. That is, uh, they're proposing a method to search over news articles and find news articles that uh, should be cited for a particular statement. So the first thing they have to do, given that we know a sentence should have some citation, we need to say, should this be from news or should I just ignore it? I find that to be an interesting choice. Um, um, why wouldn't they try to link or um, cite any previous article, whether it's news or uh, or not, or another Wikipedia page? I think the issue is um, the corpus they had available. So if you imagine that there's a citation to some article in some Elsevier, Elsevier journal that is behind a paywall, they are not going to be able to even test anything at all. right? You, you can't predict that that should be a citation because you can't even see the article. And so they needed to restrict themselves to a, a domain over which they could do retrieval to find the citation. And so they picked news. I think that's, that's what they did. I see. So what is the data set that they used? Uh, I'll get there in a minute. Uh, so the third, I guess, 
Uh, I talked about the first two, two sub-problems in this citation prediction task, and the third one is kind of obvious. Uh, given that this should be a news citation, um, find the article that should be cited. And so now back to answering your question, they um, used GigaWord that has a whole bunch of news articles. Uh, two or I think their, their final corpus had two million news articles from a particular two-year span of time. And they do retrieval over that set uh, of documents to find um, news articles that should be cited. So the articles were professionally written with references to previous news? Yes. So uh, for each of the, so there are three sub-problems, as, as I just said. Uh, they ignore the first one. They assume it's given, uh, which is in some sense disappointing, but uh, be, because that's that seems to me like one of the hardest challenges to know uh, if there is support for a particular statement in a body of text. Um, but to have some practical thing as a first step to this, it's not too surprising that they dropped that, ta that problem. Um, so uh, they essentially took all of the statements in Wikipedia that had citations already and used that as, as their set for this um, first problem and split it into train test, held out whole pages uh, so that you didn't like, uh, so that you didn't see at training time that this entity linked to this news article. Uh, each entity was um, either in train or test. So I, this sounds to me like a great source of, for training as well. Uh, I didn't use this for uh, both training and evaluation. Uh, you, what do you mean didn't use it for training and evaluation? So I thought you said um, there is a different source for training. Uh, there, there is uh, also a big word. Oh, right, right, right. So they're using um, Wikipedia statements as their training and evaluation data uh, for um, what type of citation does this statement require and what article does it cite. Got it. But they're using GigaWord as the set of things they can retrieve from. Because you can imagine it's it's kind of unfair if I just take all of the citations of Wikipedia articles. That's like a 22,000 articles total. And if I only have to retrieve from that set, I've artificially given myself a huge boost. And so they get all of new, all of the news articles in GigaWord so that they're not essentially cheating by, by giving themselves a, no, a known set that they can retrieve from. Yeah, that makes sense. So then, given that the first problem of these three tasks is solved uh, um, by assumption, the second two tasks, they use um, essentially well-engineered features. So like uh, NLP algorithms from a few years ago, you might think of this. So they just write some hand-engineered feature extractors over the statement uh, and the Wikipedia page that the, that the statement is in, and then use a random forest to decide if this statement should be a news article, uh, sorry, if the, if the citation for the statement should be news or science or recipe or something else. I imagine the... Um, Entity type is is really informative there, because if this is a page about food, you're a lot more likely to see a recipe citation. If it's a, a page about Barack Obama, you're probably a lot more likely to see um, a news article. And if it's a page about convolutional neural networks, you're a lot more likely to see academic paper citations. So in principle, it seems to me that the same statement could use cite from like different citations. Um, so that's what makes me a little. Um, Uncomfortable with this step in the in the uh, like in this question in the three uh, questions that you mentioned, it's quite possible that this statement could have support from multiple sources and 
choosing one of them may not be like the ideal question to ask. I agree. Uh, to some extent, though, if you're looking for a fact that was stated in news, it's probably not going to be stated in an academic journal. And so there, there is a pretty, uh, maybe a better way to think of it is you're doing a multi-level, like a hierarchical kind of retrieval where the first step is deciding what corpus to look in. And the second step is deciding what item from that corpus you should pull out. And that's a useful model of thinking about things that people have used for a lot of different tasks, this hierarchical kind of retrieval. And I think they didn't say it that way, but that's essentially what this second stage is trying to do. It's the, the first step in this hierarchical retrieval model. Yeah. Um, and for the, so I think that's a good enough description of, of the second step. They use a random forest classifier on top of these hand-engineered hand features. Uh, they said they had about six million training examples for this, which made me think, why did they hand-engineer hand features? Like, that's kind of the whole point of these deep neural nets. You can just give them the whole bunch of data and let them figure it out. And it, I, I don't know, they don't mention anything at all about trying this. It just makes me wonder if it would have worked, because that's a lot of training data. It probably would have. Um, with a lot less hand-engineered stuff going into it. Well, that's a paper waiting for someone to write. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, so the next task, the last one, is what paper should you cite? And again, they, uh, I guess they approached this as a re-ranking problem. They used a search engine to get, it, to get uh, the top 100 news articles from uh, this list of 2 million news articles that they had and then used um, another simple random forest on top of hand-engineered features to rank those top 100 uh, news articles. And these features were things like um, find the best sentence uh, in the news article that matches the sentence that I'm trying to cite, that provide a citation for, and also um, try to find the, the most central sentence in the news article itself and match that to the statement so that like you, a news article might mention several things, and you want to provide a as a citation the news article that that is most focused on the statement that you're providing a citation for, instead of one that's only that only tangentially mentions the citing the the fact you're trying to cover. Right. That that problem in Spirit feels uh, similar to uh, many other problems in NLP that uh, especially you have been thinking a lot about recently. Yeah, I, there's a a lot of people thinking now about how do we corroborate things that we see in text. So uh, there have been a whole lot of papers submitted to um, recent conferences on this fake news problem, which is essentially this, this same issue. How do we corroborate facts that we see in text? I've been thinking a lot about answering science questions. And, um, and this question answering setup, you're given just a question that you see on an exam with maybe some answer choices. And you need to find a set, like some text, typically, that can um, it's, it's not quite the same as corroborate, uh, but provide information for you to answer the question. And so this problem of retrieval to find supporting information is really important uh, in a lot of problems and becoming increasingly more so, I think. And uh, that strikes me as um, perhaps a useful data set to use for the other kinds of problems that we care about, which have um, like similar, uh, similar feeling to them. Uh, so I, it might be a useful thing to train to do model transfer, uh, where your model is maybe training a bi-def model, um, 
or any other one for question answering on this, assuming that the sentences which have a citation in Wikipedia are are the questions, and that the answer lies somewhere in the uh, in the article that it's referenced. Yeah, I agree that this was the thing that I took took away the most from this paper. It was less um, the particular models that they introduced. I think they're pretty standard kinds of things. It was more about um, using uh, Wikipedia citations as a data source for doing this kind of corroboration or retrieval um, task. I think it's. It, I thought that was really interesting. I, I, that's why I liked this paper. That's really cool. Uh, do you know that if the data set is available for other people to use? Well, it's just Wikipedia and GigaWord. So yes, it is. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I don't know if they actually. I mean, there's a lot of data cleaning that usually uh, you need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't remember seeing anything about them like releasing their cleaned versions or their test set or anything. So I don't think they did. I could have missed it in the paper. Um, but yes, Wikipedia and GigaWord are, are, are available. Thank you for presenting this paper, Matt. Next time we are going to talk about a paper titled Learning to Generate Reviews and Discovering Sentiment by Alec Radford, Rafael Yusufowicz, and Elias Sutskever. <laughs>